0: What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian podcast, and today I have my friend here, Nicole Tremaio. Perfect. Right? I said it good? Yeah, you did. I had to put it with an Italian accent. Absolutely. You know? now, this is the Growing Up Italian podcast. Um, so Nicole's been following Growing Up Italian for a while. Yeah. And um, we were talking a while ago about mental health. Mm-hmm. And um, I was supposed to email you, <laughs> and I never <laughs> did. But luckily, you followed up we with We made
1: us. it. Here we are.
0: We're here. And um, honestly, there's like so much in like American culture about mental health. And I feel being an Italian-American, a lot of times and what we show, it's like kind of frowned upon sometimes if mm-hmm. like you go to therapy or something like that. like yeah. I'll give you a quick example. In The Sopranos, so many people were like... What is he talking to a therapist for, you mm-hmm. know? So, you know, the fact that you said that this is something that you really, like, take time into and you're considerate of, I was like, you know what, I, I think it will be nice to do something like this and, uh, you know, reach out to all of our followers and, mm-hmm. you know, let them know there's a way to go about, you know, hel- helping and looking for help and, you know, doing positive things to, you know, let your mind off the stress of mm-hmm. the real world and the pressure out there, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So
0: you actually don't do this for a living yet. Yeah. But you want to.
1: Yeah. So I work full time in fashion now mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's it's been a long road. Like my background is in dance and I mm-hmm. um, Dance I've is always... definitely a
0: stress reliever, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean- you're happy, you're sad, anything you're feeling like the way that you can physically express that and emote and like just get it out like there's no better feeling than that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, but um but it's it's really interesting because I found that the wellness industry in space, like a lot of spaces are, they're very saturated. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of people who claim to be experts mm-hmm. and a lot of people, even with now the guise of authenticity, they're like, this is how you can be productive. This is how you can be positive. And, and there's no
0: single right answer to no. this. Like you could do literally anything.
1: Right. And it's like so many of these things seem so aspirational. And it's like, well, you know, what does mental health really look like? like? What does a routine look like? from day to day and how can i just go about my business as usual without feeling like i have to make these major changes in my life that i may not feel like are possible or i don't even really know where to begin or how to start making changes in my life
0: well that's exactly what i was gonna like get into what's the first step for someone that feels like unhappy sad unmotivated what would you say would be like the first step of getting better
1: I personally love journaling I love writing things down Mm -hmm. so even just doing an exercise where you just put a timer on your phone for two minutes two minutes that's it and you just write a brain dump of like everything you're thinking and feeling Mm -hmm. and when you look down at that paper you might be shocked Mm -hmm. at what you actually wrote and I feel like seeing it in black and white on a piece of paper is a wake-up call Mm -hmm. being like wow I I was too ashamed or too embarrassed to say these things out loud. And now I have them on this little secret piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can kind of take an evaluation. Like, okay, I was being honest with myself. Mm -hmm. This is how I actually am feeling. I feel Mm -hmm. like you have to first kind of like put it into your own perspective and understanding of how you're even Mm -hmm. feeling. Because a lot of the times people put up a guard and they Mm -hmm. almost don't even know what they need to address because they haven't they confronted. Yeah. They haven't, they, they don't, don't know, know what's what it is upsetting them, mm-hmm.
0: but you know, to what you said, you know, it is 2020 and not only could you like write it down, mm-hmm. but you could vlog it and kind of like yeah. record yourself for two minutes mm-hmm. and then look back at it at the end of the week, like 10 minutes of like what you went through this week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, it's so easy for time to just pass by. Oh, another mm-hmm. week went by. I'm I'm still sad. Another month went by. I didn't by. start my diet. Another yeah. week
0: went by. You know, absolutely. Another week went by. I didn't do Pilates. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't play basketball or you know do that thing that you always like push off. Mm-hmm. Which is like what I was just gonna say because for me, like I don't know if I stress so much like the past, but like what I have to do. Mm-hmm. So like I always have a, like a to do to do list in mm-hmm. my phone, like in the, in the notes. Mm-hmm. I have to do list and it's like all my stuff and I don't forget. And like literally when I'm like have a second and I start my day, I like, okay, I -hmm. remember call this guy, call that guy, order this, you know, set up this podcast. Do this. So it's like, you know, sometimes you feel like it's a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of pressure, a lot of weight and everything in New York city, especially it's like everything's, you know, fast. Mm -hmm. So you constantly feel that demand to, you know, come through yeah you know it's it's crazy so
1: yeah it's a lot of pressure you put on yourself Mm -hmm. too um I think that people put such an emphasis on not wanting to let other people down that they don't realize that a lot of those stressors they're actually creating for themselves Mm -hmm. no one is telling you that you need to go to the gym starting on uh January 7th Mm -hmm. you know that's just something that we come up with kind of like as a arbitrary date, Mm -hmm. you know? And then when you don't end up meeting that date, you get upset with yourself, even though you were the person who made up that date in the first place. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, how can you learn to organize your routine so that you can actually find the time? This is another thing I'm big on is time management Mm -hmm. because it's like we all have 24 hours in a day. Every single day we know. There's going to be 24 hours. Mm-hmm. It all just depends on what you do with what it. You, what you do with it. Yeah, you can get you can eight hours of sleep you, every night. Could, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, no? You if, if you're drinking your, you know, eight glasses of water while you're binge watching you because that's something that you can't live without and that's something that's mm-hmm. really important to you, then you go and watch your Netflix. Like, I am so sick of the compensatory behavior and, of course, like diet culture as a whole. But like when everyone's like, well, I have to go to the gym so I can eat or I have to go to the gym and because it's like so many I eat diets now too it's like, keto uh,
0: this, that. Yeah. So and like, it's like
1: you got to find out what works for or not only you that,
0: and not like put such a stress on yourself, like make the mm-hmm. right adjustments. And like you said, go to the gym. Like, yeah, it's something everybody should be like a little healthier in that sense. But do you actually go to therapy, though? Or yes. you just, or oh you just my gosh. say okay. you're about I it. I
1: love going to therapy. I go every week. You have and a designated
0: day, designated time? So,
1: actually, this week I'm going tomorrow, Tuesday, but well, normally I go we on just Wednesday. Just the holidays. So yes. That's yes. I, so, you know, well, I haven't seen him for
0: two weeks. Yeah. Two oh, wow. weeks
1: because of um, Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Oh, and you're I, both
0: on Wednesday this they year. They were both on
1: Wednesday this yeah. year. And so I'm walking out of the office and I'm like, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll, I will be fine. And, and he's he, like, you got he, my email. Funny he time. was like, okay, you can leave now. now um, what made yeah. you say,
0: like, I'm going to start going to therapy? Like, was it a breaking point or something? Or
1: Yes. So, this was actually my second time around in therapy. Um, the first time was in 2012. Mm-hmm. And I was in an outpatient program for my eating disorder. And oh, wow. so, I had been in college. I you know, was very involved in the fitness scene. I was Mm -hmm. teaching dance classes and everything always looks really good from the outside. Um, But I was struggling on the inside. And finally my roommate basically had an intervention and said, we set you up an appointment with our school therapist. And Mm -hmm. it was maybe two months before graduation, which anyone who's been to therapy like two months is not a very long time. If you're talking to someone for 45 minutes a week. It's um, like eight
0: visits or so.
1: Yeah, but I, you know, I, I met with that first therapist when I was in school. And um, a quick story, I remember right before I was about to graduate, I found out there are different distinctions for graduation. So if you get a certain mm. GPA, you know, you just get an extra three words on your diploma essentially but anyway at the time this was extremely important, important to me to you, yeah. extremely important I mean, I it makes sense
0: though everybody wants mm-hmm. you
1: know? oh I couldn't just be like oh honors like I had to be like H- the highest you could possibly get mm-hmm. and um, I looked in the portal to look at my GPA and I'm like okay if I just get all A's and like an A minus I can You're make good. it yeah and I looked and I had all A's and a B minus minus. And I immediately emailed my teacher, this is wrong. This is not my grade. I can't believe this is happening to me. And then he goes, oh, actually, you're right. I'm sorry. That was supposed to be a B plus. And then I just spiraled so hard. I was oh like, I can't believe it. I need an A minus. I got a B plus, you know, spiral, spiral, spiral. And then I look in the portal and I needed a 3.90 GPA. And I had to get like, to- yes, yes. And I had like a three point nine zero two, okay. so I made oh, it. Wow. Oh, so you it. <laughs> then I had to call back my mom, and I'm like, "Mom, sorry, I just had a moment. Take back <laughs> everything that I just said."
0: See, we, we do it to ourselves it. sometimes. We
1: did. You do it to yourself, and then mm. at my graduation ceremony, it was the first time I felt proud of myself in a very long time, and the person who gave me those. Honors Cords was the therapist that I was seeing. Mm -hmm. So I very much believe in full circle moments. And that was the first one for me. She Mm -hmm. referred me to the outpatient program where I saw a therapist and a nutritionist once a week. And Mm -hmm. I was there for almost a year. And then um, they weren't covered under insurance and so so yeah and then after a while you know my parents were paying for it and after a while they're like we are not able to do this and I couldn't afford it on my own Mm -hmm. um and it was really painful you know it's it's sad that mental health is a luxury and it is a privilege Mm -hmm. and it's not a privilege that's afforded to everyone
0: you know like now in pop culture you see it a lot like the movie The Joker. Have you seen mm-hmm. that yet? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a perfect example. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, he just won... Uh, wait, the Golden Globe? Yeah, he, he won an award yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, like, his performance in that movie was incredible, but, you know, I see a lot of people I know, and they kind of do the opposite. When they're upset, they'll overeat, mm-hmm. you know? And it mm-hmm. it's crazy because, you know, food is, like you know some people's therapy yeah in a sense. it's a coping it, mechanism yeah, exactly so mm-hmm. like me when i'm upset about something's bothering me mm-hmm. cookies and you know mm-hmm. like i go crazy but you know it's it's definitely true that you know we kind of lean on food to make mm-hmm. us feel better
1: yeah and, and you think you can exercise control over your life or a circumstance and i remember when my nutritionist said it's not about food and i was like okay, whatever. And then after she kept repeating that after so many sessions, I was like, wait, okay, now I finally get what you're saying. And we did this exercise where, because another thing that's very, very deeply ingrained in our society is labeling food. So people say good and bad, but it's Mm -hmm. like food isn't good or bad. We just assign them those labels, you know, Mm -hmm. like food can be nutritious it could be nutrient dense or mm-hmm. it could not be but food can't be good or bad that, <laughs> you that, mean
0: like taste wise or like for the body
1: uh for the body i yeah. mean i guess taste is subjective too like i yeah. could because like somebody
0: know. might not like avocado and somebody uh-huh. might like avocado. exactly
1: but it's so. like if you say oh well cookies are bad it's like well No, they're they're not like, you know what I mean? Like maybe some person thinks they taste good. Maybe someone always has a cookie because they celeb They're celebrating something, you know, Uh, especially being Italian American, like food and traditions and celebrations. They tie together so closely that it is. I'm going to say impossible to avoid, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, and so you have to have that relationship with food where it's like okay, we don't need to go food coma status. We can just, like, be with our families, enjoy our food, enjoy, like, the situation that we're in instead of having all of those fears and those anxieties and those thoughts about the food. Like, it, for me, it was a point where that was outshadowing, like, the joy I was having being with my family. And, like, mm. that's not okay. Yeah. No, I
0: could I see that. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: you know, you can't tell your nonna like, oh, you know, I'm not hungry or no. I don't want
0: lasagna. No,
1: she <laughs> is not going to be very receptive to that. Um, but, yeah. There's I, other
0: positive things you could do, too. Yeah. Right. You were telling me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I so I was telling you earlier, um, I double majored in Italian in college. What's
0: impressive, like that we were talking about was that you're not, like, first-generation Italian, but you do more than a lot of first-generation Italian I do. But you are saying, like, <laughs> oh, I listen to a lot of time music. I'm like, ooh. And you're saying J-A-X. And- yeah,
1: if Baby K is listening to this right now, I'm your number one Italian-American fan, and if you need a backup dancer, I can make myself available. <laughs> she got available. you covered. Yes. But,
0: like... I don't know if Baby Kay listens, but maybe uh, Luke does. Okay, fine, He, he fine. follows us. And
1: Perfect. I was talking about Any him, music you videos, know. you know.
0: And it's crazy because, uh, you know, these people in Italy, they're like such big stars, and a lot mm-hmm. of them come hang out here, and they're unknown under yeah. the radar.
1: It's really funny, too, because I've met a few native Italian people in New York, and it's so funny because they are so unimpressed by my fascination with my culture uh like i i told uh i used to work for an italian fashion brand and i told someone once who was from milan oh wow i love milan like that's my favorite city and he was like wow you should uh pick a different favorite city
0: i was like i love milan too. i was like
1: come on that's more of my
0: favorite soccer teams from
1: yeah and it's like I know it might be different for you if someone said, oh, yeah, well, no. New Yorkers love Brooklyn. I don't know. It's different.
0: And yeah, New Yorkers love we, New York. We, yeah, I mean, we
1: love New York. We always
0: complain about the traffic and everything, but yeah. we still love where we're from. So yeah. you actually speak Italian fluently, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm, an, I'm never going to be a native speaker. Um, You're never
0: going to be unless you live there. I know. And, you know, you practice it 10 hours a day.
1: But, yeah, but, I mean... When I talk in Italy,
0: nobody understands me except people from my hometown because I just talk a dialect.
1: I was going to say I'm like textbook proper Italian and not dialect. And I remember once sitting with one of my great aunts and she was saying something to the other people at the table. And she goes, you don't understand me. We're talking Italian. And I was like. You're right. I don't understand you, but you're not talking Italian. And everyone else at this table is just nodding their head, pretending that they know what you're talking about. Yeah. But they don't.
0: Yeah, And it's true because a lot of people don't even speak dialect anymore. It's like Mm-mm. dying, nope. especially in a hometown. Like when I talk to like, I can only speak to anybody like 35 or over mm-hmm. that talk the dialect. Yeah. Like, the young kids are like Ma kid each. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. So it's just crazy how that works because I know. In English, I feel like you would understand. Like, if someone learned a textbook in English, mm-hmm. you'd be like, "All right, yeah." Mm-hmm. But in Italian, it's a complete opposite. Totally,
1: of that. yeah. I mean, I took Italian lessons a few months ago through this company called Fluent City, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I it's just it's like
0: through an app or something. Or? Um,
1: they they have a location in Brooklyn, one in Manhattan, and then I believe I've in seen, DC also. I feel like also. I've seen it before. Yeah, but it's like. Why not just go take Italian classes for 10 weeks? I was in a class of six people and we would be. People meet are too lazy an, to do like. Yeah, oh, definitely. We're not
0: plugging in all these brands, but like Rosetta Stone.
1: I was going to say if Fluent City wants to um, sponsor my next language endeavor, they need to come out also with an Italian level five class. Oh,
0: because they don't go up to four?
1: Well, I took. It was funny. I was going to take level five last year. Mm. Level six is essentially just like conversation. You're not um, learning from uh, curriculum or material. Somebody, like, yeah. yeah. But I was going to do level five. But ironically, I was going to be in Italy and miss the last two sessions. So I'm like, well, I can't take level five if I'm going to be in Italy for a few but you sessions. Always, you still so. could, though.
0: Yeah, I could. Like, but I took level
1: four. Um, See, that's what's cause amazing. That because, like,
0: I know a lot of our followers should learn from you because people always ask like, "What can I do to like, you know, learn more about Italian culture?" And it's mm. as simple as what you're mm-hmm. doing like, watch movies like yeah. there's that show Baby now on Netflix. Oh yeah, that's such watched a good like, show. I watch like four episodes.
1: The thing is, good. well, the thing is too like. Now I can watch things without subtitles, and Mm -hmm. it's fine. I still
0: like subtitles, though, even when it's English.
1: I even, like, um, oh, even, I watch everything in English and subtitles. Everything, because,
0: like, sometimes, like, I just want to see what they're saying. I,
1: like, raise the volume because I can't hear anything, and then it gets really loud, so then I have to turn it down again. mm -hmm. But then I can't hear anyone again, so it's, like, just have the subtitles on. Yeah, it's easier. But, yeah, even, like, if you're learning Italian, too. Take a phone call or something,
0: too, and, like, you just read what's going on, you know?
1: Oh, um, even like if you're learning Italian, you can put the Italian subtitles. So like level one is putting the English subtitles on. Level two, watch the movie again, but with the Italian subtitles on. And then level three, watch it with no subtitles. When I was in high school, we did that. And um, that way you've already seen a movie like three times. (laughs) You already know what's happening. Mm -hmm. My favorite movie which I am going to plug right now. It's called perfetti Sconosciuti, mm. um, Perfect Strangers. And it is a movie about these seven friends who have a dinner party and they're like, let's play a game. Put your cell phone on the table, whatever.
0: Whoever whoever's, doesn't go phone, to it, pays we, the bill.
1: No, whatever, um, whatever message, phone call, anything, any notification that you get, you need to answer it and read it in front of the group. And so it gets very dramatic because these people thought they were best friends. And as it turns out, they have a lot of secrets. Of it's course. so good. I literally bought a region Two DVD player so I could watch it. I have the DVD. So the
0: whole the whole uh, movies about at a dinner table. Mm-hmm. That's like a typical Italian movie. Mm-hmm. I'll have to say. Yeah,
1: they literally like they OK, they go out on the patio you, for like five how do you minutes. You spell
0: it? We'll talk about it after the podcast. OK, I'll, remember I'll put it in the description. It's so such a good
1: appreciate. movie, and it, it's from like 2016, so it's oh, not. It's it, yeah, so it's fairly new, and uh, I
0: like feel like my, one of my favorite time movies ever is Life is Beautiful. Oh, me
1: too. That's like a classic. I like cry. That's like every top time. five
0: favorite movie for me. Easy. I know. Like it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's interesting how. Like accessible, like you could probably watch it on Netflix, you know, and it's like yeah, some I
0: mean some shit before Amazon Prime yeah. or something like I'm sure it's available.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you you can find these little ways, and I found that circling back to mental health, it's like
0: you could like like you. About to get into learning a language. Yeah. Perfecting your own language. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like what we're doing. So that way when you go to Italy, mm-hmm. you don't look like a mouchard. Yeah. Like, you can <laughs> get around better, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I do use Google Translate a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Like even when I'm talking to my family in Italy, mm-hmm. I'm like, I know this will probably be wrong. Yeah. But this is the best version you're going to get.
1: When you're learning the language, the thing is just to not have any... Fear around it. I Mm -hmm. still have to work on this. My main thing is that I don't want to sound stupid because Mm -hmm. I like to be very articulate in English. And if I can't think of the perfect word to describe something in Italian, then I get all nervous and I don't want to sound like if I'm in a conversation with someone. "Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Great, yeah, like
0: just nodding. Yeah, that's that's usually what I do. Like, yeah, is like, <laughs> just smile
1: see? and nod. See,
0: <laughs> they'd be like, "Are you dumb?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see, mm-hmm. <Yeah>. see. <laughs> but uh, you also th- were like telling me a little bit about how like cooking helps a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So like following recipes and mm-hmm. you know trying to make stuff that you always yeah, wanted. Like, um, you no, know, that's that's good too because. Instead of going out wasting money at a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, try to cook some dishes too.
1: Yeah, I mean, even like at Christmas this past year or two weeks ago, um, there's this Italian cookie and it's literally, the recipe is basically just like sugar. It's just sugar and some eggs. Yeah. And there's like this. Simple enough. Yeah. And there's this um, anise, like, what do you call it? Yeah. Um, frosting. Mm -hmm. I was like, dressing? That's not it. Um, Not for a cookie. Mm -hmm. But even just making that by myself from start to finish, you know, I'd be in the kitchen growing up and my mom is great at cooking. So she would be like, okay, stir this. And then I'd be like this and she'd be like, okay great like go watch tv i'm gonna finish doing this i'll (laughs) actually do it but now it's like no i want to be able to have you relax and go watch tv and you can trust me to make cookies now and so even just doing that and being like i love these cookies it is so nostalgic it reminds me of growing up we have these every single year at christmas and now being able to make them myself
0: like Mm -hmm. that's so cool like for me one of the things that like, as a stress reliever, it sounds weird, but organizing the fridge. Like, Ooh. like all the drinks, yeah. like, I'll put there. I, I don't have a crazy fridge because, you know, it's just simple stuff. Yeah, But I just love, like, throwing out the old stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I
1: actually bought these little liners for the fridge shelves. And so, like, how annoying is it if you, like, if, like, you know, a blueberry got smushed in your refrigerator now you have to clean it out i have these little they're like shelf protectors so then you can take everything out and you just clean those off It's like a
0: plastic or something yeah that's smart i should get that too i love gadgets
1: anything to so you're on amazon prime a lot yeah oh my gosh
0: one other thing before we go that um i actually really liked when we were talking about this before we started podcast but you know a lot of people that uh Especially Italians. I I don't mean to like always single us out, but I just relate because I'm always around Italians the most. That's great. I I notice like people that tell all their problems to their best friends, Mm -hmm. right? And it's good and bad because a lot of people think of it as therapy, Mm -hmm. but like one, you never know what could happen. So like telling someone your darkest secrets all the time Mm -hmm. isn't always the best thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's not a burden that everyone wants to take on. Also, mm-hmm. I think that it's great to have people, whether they're your friends, your family, someone to lean on, family. you know, like, of course.
0: It's important, but you there's know, a that, line. There's a line because then you'll be like, listen, it's like a meme we put one time like, hey, <laughs> don't blame me. Even if that person gives you bad advice or something, it's like, Then you might get upset, like, why did they tell me to do that afterwards? Yeah. Because sometimes people could sway you in a certain Mm -hmm. way, you know? Mm -hmm. So like you were saying before, if this is something you're struggling with and you need people to talk to, it doesn't hurt to sit down with a therapist. And Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's someone you know that's not going to tell your best friend, like yep. what upset you about them? They're you know?
1: impartial too, and so the reason that the therapist is there is to facilitate you resolving your own things. Your therapist isn't resolving anything for you; they are just helping you uncover things that just consciously you. They're not even on your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, when you tell your therapist about people in your life, they are totally impartial. They don't know your mom. They don't know your cousin. They mm-hmm. don't know your best your friend. Your sister, your right. whatever, Right, so they your can't form opinions about them. Because
0: they don't know. Because they
1: don't know them. They can only go off of what, what you, you have told them. Yep. And so... That's great because then the therapist has an idea of what your world looks like. Mm-hmm. The therapist, it doesn't matter. You could be telling them a skewed version of the truth. Or an
0: exaggerated version. Or of an exaggerated truth. Yeah.
1: version. But the point is, that's how you see it. Mm-hmm. And they're there well, to help you. At least that's how you. you want them to see it. Yeah. And and that's how you is kind of figure it out. Is there like a, a
0: website or something too you would recommend to uh, our followers? If
1: Your health insurance company's website. You just like you can find a primary care physician or any kind of doctor, you can also find therapists that way. Um, They are considered specialists. And again, so they are a lot of times not 100 percent covered. So definitely go through insurance, see who uh, your insurance accepts. Mm -hmm. Google that person. I talk about my therapist again, like he's my best friend.
0: Check out their Yelp reviews. Yeah, right. Like
1: I literally Googled what my therapist would look like. And I guarantee you you they
0: popped up, right?
1: Yeah. And it's like, you got to like, you got to vet these people, you know, know. they, they, they all have the credentials, but it's it's like like, rate,
0: rate my therapist. Yeah. Rate my
1: therapist. I should start that. Right. (laughs)
0: That's it. All right, guys, we're going to leave on that note. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, We'll tag Nicole in uh, our bio, too, so you can check her out. She's posting some good stuff, too. Some Thanks. Some wellness stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. And I hope even if the, one person, like, this hits them and they really change themselves, I'll be happy.
1: Absolutely. So I'm just going
0: to put this out in the universe.
1: Yes. Thank you all. Thank you.